You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. The Wellington Phoenix. They've slumped to a fourth defeat in five matches. Nicholas Milanovic. Makoto wanted it wide right. It goes to Yenge instead. Make that four. Kasuni Yenge through the legs of Oli Sale. Wellington's misery is complete. Mark Horadan punches the air in delight. The Wanderers will be second tonight. Kasuni Yenge does so well to time this run. Across the defensive line, Oli Sale terribly frustrated, but the substitutes combining for what is yet another tidy finish from Western Sydney, and they are flying. Western Sydney are flying. The Wellington Phoenix, not so much. Beaten 4 0 by Western Sydney Wanderers last night. If you go back a month or so, maybe a couple of months, to the middle of February, and the Phoenix beat. Western United 3-0, they had a draw with the Mariners, they beat Newcastle, they beat Sydney, they were fifth on the table, 31 points, and knocking on the door of the top four, and even aiming higher with seven or eight games to go. Well, fast forward five games, and in the last five games of an available 15 points, the Phoenix have picked up just one, a draw against Brisbane Raw last weekend at Eden Park. They've suffered losses to Adelaide 5-1, Melbourne victory 2-1 after being 1-0 up. Melbourne City 4-1. And last night, Western Sydney 4-0. It's the first time the Phoenix have been kept scoreless this season. And the result means they drop down to sixth on the ladder. Only six teams make the playoffs. So there is still a chance for Wellington to make it into the top six. If they beat MacArthur... Next weekend in their final regular season game, they will make the top six. But in what sort of shape will they be going into knockout football? Let's bring in Paul Eiffel, club icon, over 100 games, 33 goals for the club. Now Sky Sport commentator and Christchurch United coach. Broad question, I know, Paul, to start, but what has happened to the Wellington Phoenix in the last month or so? Yeah, no, I've said it over the last couple of weeks. I, I, I still believe it's the uncertainty that was going on around the club, and I was hopeful that with this, with the appointment of uh, Italiano this week, that would calm that down and maybe back at it. And, and, it, and it certainly hasn't had that effect, unfortunately. And, um, you know, last night, poor defensively looked bereft of ideas, barely a shot on target. So it's yeah, in a really difficult spot. You know, I read. I read this morning that it's the worst run of, of, of Tele's tenure, you know, since right at the start um, when, you know, he was given a bit of time to sort of get, get things right and, and obviously it's, it's come at a really bad time and look nailed on for the top six and to, to miss out on the top six after how well they played in, in periods this year would be devastating, to be honest. So the, the uncertainty around whether Ufok Tele was staying or, or going, you, you think that has played a part in, in the way the team have played, particularly in the last little while? Yeah, look, this is hard to say. I'm not in the dressing room. I know, I know a few of the boys in there, but it's hard to say from the outside. But I suppose speaking personally, I, I, I look back to a time when I was at Sheffield United and we were trying to get promoted to the Premier League um, and there was talk of him going to Portsmouth and it went to pot, um, you know, because we, we enjoyed playing for Warnock at that time. And with this news coming in, it, 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 we had a little bit of a wobble, put it that way. Um, and there was a lot of talk between the boys, you know, what happens if he goes, who's going to come in? You know, is it going to be the assistant? Are they going to look out, out outside? And 
eventually he decided that he would stay and, and it did steady the ship and we did get promoted. But I do believe if he'd have gone at that point or if it had been announced that he was going even at the end of the season, it really would have had a negative impact on the squad. So I've kind of seen it firsthand how it can happen. And look, as a player, you always you always play a straight bat because you've got no alternative. They're not going to come out and go, oh, yeah, it's really put us off. We're really struggling um, because that goes against, the, I suppose, the, the ethos of the club. So it's it's really difficult position for the players to be in. It seemed obvious for a long time that that uh, that Uffi wasn't going to stay. Um, there was the whole all whites job thing, which which kind of I guess offered a glimmer of hope that if he'd picked up that job, he would have stayed at the Phoenix and done both jobs. But it seemed more likely than not that he would be leaving at the end of the season. Would it have mattered, Paul, if they if he'd waited until the end of the season to officially announce that or not? Uh, probably, but knowing the way it is these days, something was probably about to be leaked, so they, they decided they'd get it out before before it got out. Um, it's, it's, again, a difficult position for the club to be, and they know he's going. Um, you know, they've had those conversations. Um, was it was the timing right? It's probably never going to be right, because, you know, you look at players that are looking to sign again, they're going to want to know what's happening with the manager, because a lot of them have played their best stuff under him. Even with contract extensions, I suppose, you look at like an Oscar Zavada, he's he's spoke openly about how good Talley has been. Um, he's, he's still under contract, but if they're looking to, to sign him on for another year, does he does he hang around and wait to see where he lands? Does he decide to sign a new deal now? That's the uncertainty we've, uh, sorry, the uncertainty we're talking about as well. And what about the players who have, have announced that they're going? I'm not saying that, you know, that the likes of Oli Sale, Stephen Ugarkovich, Clayton Lewis have their heads elsewhere, but when the chips are down and you know you're not going to be there beyond this season, is there any part of a professional player that thinks, you know what, this actually doesn't matter too much? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll back the players on this one. I've been there as well. I think your professional integrity kicks in most of the time and ultimately wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you want to win that competitive spirit, that competitive nature. I think you just get around because, you know, got a lot of mates at the club and blah, blah, blah. So, I really think they're putting it in. I just think it's not quite going as they'd hoped at the moment. Um, the, the, the run of, of form is not great, um, and that times in with the um, with the stuff that's going off the pitch. And it's, it's easy for people like us to put two and two together. Um, and and it could be, we could be wrong. So it's, it's I always sort of I, I don't mind giving my opinion, but ultimately you don't really know what's going on in the dressing room. You look at a couple of players, and, and Zavada's been terrific. I mean, he's been the main source of goals, 14 this season, and um, well, I didn't get a goal last night for the first time in a long time. It, he, he's still been the main source of goals. Uh, the Bulgarian Bojidar Krajev interests me, I fear. You know, he was so good at the start of the season, scoring goals, setting goals up, looked a million dollars. What have you made of him recently? What, what What's happened to Bojidar Krajev? Yeah, look, he's, he's really struggled. He's really struggled. He doesn't look like he's going to score a goal. Um, he's still not bad linking, linking up the play, but he doesn't look as creative as he was. I mean, look, there's certainly quality there. Um, but again, sometimes, you know, players go in and out of form and, and that's why they end up at certain places. Um, Oscar Zavada, um, if you look at his record before he came to the Phoenix, it was average to say the least. Um, and he's, he's enjoying a really good, rich vein of form. Um, was it going to be sustainable for Krajev? I think there's been enough there shown that they can get him back to his best. And I suppose that's a job for Italiano next season. Can, can he get him back to his early season form, not his late season form? So now we're in a situation where the Phoenix have to go to Campbelltown Stadium next weekend, next Saturday night against MacArthur, and win that game to secure their place in the top six. I think I read this morning they've been inside the top six for 14 weeks, and to fall out at the very last would be would be heartbreaking, devastating. But off the back of a run of five games where they've been pretty average, do you back them to go to Campbelltown and win next weekend? 
Yes, yes. Um, well, the, the optimist in me does. Um, <laughs> the realist maybe not. I, I'm, I'm hopeful because I think they've done well enough to be in the six this year. Um, ultimately, it's, it's a really difficult trip. Um, but I think, you know, it's going to be a one-off. They know exactly what they've got to do. I think they'll have a good week at training. You know, they're probably as low as they can be at the moment. So hopefully the only way is up and, and they go and find the performance from somewhere. And if they do sneak into the top six, which would be what they would do now, or, or, or you know, you know, secure a place in the top six, let's be be positive. Uh, you know, you often hear, well, hey, the Phoenix are a team that nobody wants to face in the playoffs. Nobody would want to face them in a knockout game. Is that still the case? Or, or you know, is the momentum now lost? And, and is that threat now less real for, for a team of players who on their day are very good, but haven't been lately? Yeah, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think that there's still a threat there. Um, but I think we're not going to go in scaring people like we probably would have six weeks ago. Um, and I think, but that might be to our advantage if we do get in um, and we sneak in. Um, it might be that that teams will take us lightly, and, and and I don't think you can because again on the day, if if Zavala's at it and and suddenly Kuyev can actually bounce back into form, you know there's enough quality in the squad to to give the playoffs a little bit of a nudge. Um, obviously, the worry is that if if they sneak in and 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 that form doesn't come, um, we could be dumped out in, in round one, which would be pretty disappointing too. Yeah, it would indeed. Hey, thanks Paul. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Paul Eiffel there with his thoughts. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.